0: All right, Chiba Chiba. Hey sis. Yeah. Hey sis. Yeah, man. Got that Chiba Chiba. I'm the hoochie coochie man. I got that mojo thing. Chiba chiba, chiba chiba. Chiba Chiba. Yeah. I got it. Chiba Chiba.
1: Chiba 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 Kick out Chiba dollar, Chiba 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 got the dollar, Chiba 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 Chiba
0: Chiba
1: Golden Globies, winter has fallen. We've got a fresh coat of, well, it just melted already, but yeah. it sucks. It was
0: 70 degrees. Well, a lot of shit sucked. We we didn't know if we were even going to do this episode. Um, if you follow us on Twitter, you probably know uh, my dog died. Um, you probably don't know this. I like, know Ava the action dog is fine because everybody knows and loves her. Yes. But I had another dog, a black lab named Plum. And it's not too tragic. She was 15 and a half, but you know, you never ex- you, know, you never expect this shit to happen.
1: Life life always happens. Right. It never happens when you
0: you happen when you least expect it. Cause I had a fucking hellish goddamn week with work and then the, and work it ends with me having to put my dog down. So, I was like and I couldn't. I was like cuz we were due to record the next day. And I was like I yeah. can't re- I can't re- I I could record, but it would be I'd be flat as fuck and it would sound like shit. So, we- I I needed a couple of days to recharge. I want to thank all the usual suspects, uh, Phil, Abra, Joe, Matt, Mel, and everybody else that offered their condolences. Very nice of you. I appreciate it. But here's the thing. We're doing this episode. We're doing this the night before. It was the night before podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I'm crazy. And I, uh, when I say I'm going to do something, I do it. And I promised everybody last week. Sonny Chiba is going to return to the theater. Sonny Chiba.
1: What better distraction for life than a fucking hour and 20 minute Sonny Chiba but movie? With 10 minutes of flashback With... from the first movie. How? How can they not figure out how to do this as well as they've done it in this movie, unlike uh, some of our wrestling programs and everything? These guys are fucking killing it hour and 20 in and out and we got a whole backstory because you may hear some uh extra voices in the background during this recording because we forgot the first movie and we are actually playing our episode i
0: remember two things from street fighter black guy getting his dick ripped off yes and guy getting x-ray punch
1: x-ray punch was fucking phenomenal I remember
0: i mean we did it a little over a year ago we did it when uh when uh uh, Chiba-san yeah. died, unfortunately, from a virus we cannot utter because yes. YouTube will cut us off.
1: It, we let it be known as the C-word. Yeah. But, so we might even take a break and just let that old episode breathe and take over. That would have been. A, we
0: should. We. we. That's, uh, we should prepare more, graph because that would have been actually funny, because we'd be doing like what they did in Return of the Street Fighter. That's right. Where we would have flashbacks of our episode, right. talking about this episode. <laughs> Why don't we prepare anything? Who is this Jinjo character?
1: Huh? Uh, did it work? Did it flashback? It, it, it
0: depends on how much work you want to put into this episode. Uh, considering
1: releasing this tomorrow, none. Yeah, okay. So... <laughs> we'll see. No, I don't... I'm fine with that. There's about a 0% chance cuz we never actually go through and say remember this character and break down the character. It's always in there somewhere hidden under the rocks. We don't
0: even know what we're saying on episodes. So we don't It's
1: true. And that's why it's unfair to just, you know like give us strikes YouTube. We don't know what we're talking about. We
0: admit to we're, that. Ov- we're an obvious comedy show. That's the whole That's what irritates me about the situation. But we're killing it, Griff. Is that we are almost have all our Halloween episodes up? We got like I think we got Jalloween. The rest of Jalloween is all we have left, right?
1: Yeah, Jalloween. Uh, I believe they are all staged to go up,
0: and they're doing really well. So, yeah. Listen to them and then we we'll be right back to putting the action movies back on.
1: Yeah, and for you sick perverts, I did put a picture of Ginty up uh over a lady's butt. So you yeah. can go look at our YouTube for that. Have yes. fun with that one, you freaks and your Ginty obsession. What would that
0: be called? Shrimping what? is toe sucking. What would putting Ginty's face on a butt be? Oh
1: my god. I don't know. That's- butt facing? <laughs> it could be, uh, Jowl jo- uh, oh. oh, jiggly cheeks, Jowndry I don't know, man. We Doubled got sed- the cheeks. We're not. We're not that good. We're good. We're not that good to come well, up with a whole yeah. fucking disease. Not over, yeah. Yeah, Kint, yeah, yeah. Kint, Kint, Kinty like. But we got Street Fighter Two: Return of the Street Fighter. Return of the Street Fighter. Very simple plot. Incredibly simple plot. Barely a plot. Barely. There's a mafia. The
0: mafia's taking over Asian dojos to, like, launder money or something. Right,
1: and they have a front in Japan, and we learn later, and this was my favorite, like, reading, a big, like, dun-dun-dun moment when they said that they're bringing in a lot of money from Asian markets, and you know what that means. It's dirty money. Why? I don't know. I just I, I heard that line, I was like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? I don't know, that sounds very racist. I thought so too. Well I thought he looked like a beetle, but we do have a very racist uh hippie man in this as well. And that's exciting. There's
0: yeah, I don't wanna blow I'll we'll get to it later. I wanna blow the surprise. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I gotta say, I might Sonny Chiba might be my favorite martial arts actor. Because there's nothing zen, there's nothing tranquil about them. He just is pure fucking rage yep. and destruction. Yes. He fights like a street fighter in this movie. Your balls, your throat, and your eyes are no match for him. He, that's where he's going for. And which you, you're in a street fight, that's what you should go for. You go through the eyes, the throat, or the balls. Right.
1: Total fucking dog. I love it. Like in the flashback with it, his fight with uh, Mazauka. Meizaka? Masaoka, Masaoka. we're really good at reading Japanese names, by the way. So if you, yeah, I don't
0: want. I, we just talked about racism. I don't want to seem racist, but all Japanese names look the same to me. It's hard for me. Like I, when I, if I re, ever read a book that has a lot of Japanese characters, it's really hard for me to remember who is who. Shogun,
1: man. Yeah. When I was trying to read Shogun, I was having so much, so much, so much trouble keeping all the names in my brain because he does the thing too where he front loads you with a bunch of fucking names. So. Yeah. That was tough. And then the other names are like Dutch or something, even harder. <laughs> Dutch names. Whew. Henderson's oh, I
0: thought you just called Dutch like uh, Schwarzenegger from Predator.
1: No, no, no. Uh, but like seeing that Mawazaki fight. Masaoka. Masaoka fight where he's just like curling up real low, getting himself down and then jumping up and then jumping off walls. He's getting like his arm broken while he's biting Mawazaki's face. So good. He is just a dog.
0: He's just fucking to quote a, a a mayhem title. He's pure fucking Armageddon is what Sonny Chiba is in these movies, right? And that's what I like. I like. this I don't like. Sty- I, we, I've got. We've said this a million times. I don't like. I don't like the John Wick stylized fighting. I mean, yes. I, I don't say I hate it because basically all of Shaw Brothers movies is stylized fighting. You know yeah. I, but I, I prefer this gritty. Punch a dude in the balls, rip his dick off. Or... Right.
1: So many of the action scene- scenes in this movie, and I believe in the first movie, are like maybe three minutes long. Some of the more, like where he's battling um, Awazaki, it's like a longer fight and everything, and it's more, you know, fighting with the eyes. It was,
0: huh? it was a little too long. It was a flashback. I didn't need a Even five the, minute yeah. flashback of him fight. You, I didn't need the whole fight. I could have, like, got a montage of that. Yeah, you could have
1: just, like, done the last few seconds of it or something. But still, it's just like. The eye battling that's happening there, sizing each other up, looking for the weaknesses and everything. They do a good job of that. We do get the stylized fighting at the end of this movie, which I thought was pretty cool with the flashlights. Yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. We'll get there when we get there, of course.
0: Speaking of flashlights, if, I, if my life hasn't been hell enough, we, last night. Even the flashlights are offending you now? Well, last night, I had. I didn't. This wasn't my choosing. <laughs> I had to go to a show. I had to drive down to Detroit for this show.
1: Oh, yes.
0: A band that you guys are going to be talking about nonstop well, in another couple of years. They're going to be the biggest band in the world.
1: You're Babyface Murray now. you got to make your appearances. Everybody wants your face out I there. No,
0: They kissed my hand. I was like, please don't. Rise. Don't have to bow. You kind of do bow.
1: <laughs> but, True Babyface. What?
0: <laughs> I told you I'm a Stone Cold Steve Austin baby. Baby,
1: yeah, Stone Cold did not ask people to bow for him? <laughs> I didn't either. I just said it was okay. Oh, okay.
0: Uh, a band, yeah, Drab Majesty. Yeah. I know all our our we got we got the biggest hipster crowd listening. So I know everybody's like nodding their head right now. Like, yes, I know that band. Right. Okay, it's two guys. This is my according to my sister, this will be the biggest band in the world in a couple of years. They only they opened for. Afi? Which? What does AFI stand for?
1: I believe it's supposed to be a fire inside. Okay, I
0: just, I was lost in this world. I was like, who are these people? What are yeah. these bands? I didn't know. I I just saw King Diamond fucking a week earlier. That's where. That's my wheelhouse. Yeah, right there. I like Satan. There's two things I like. Well, there's more than two things I like about music. I like Satan. I like war, and I like satanic war. That's all <laughs> I want my songs to be about. <laughs> So these people, I don't know what they they were just because they're just I was explaining to Griff, like i'm I'm old now I'm 48 and I was still going, I could beat the shit out of every single person in this room right now. What the fuck? what's going what everyone malnourished? What's going on,
1: I told you, buddy. Not enough
0: sandwich eating going on in this place.
1: That's that's why I get all a... my muscles. No sandwiches would make you bigger because of all the carbs and bullshit. I know and sauces exactly. In there. Oh, you're right. You, I'm making your case for you. Yeah, you're right. America's turned their back on sandwiches. Yeah, I know. That's why there's a sandwich shop at every fucking corner. Yeah, like...
0: Yeah, I don't get that. I mean, I, I can make a, a Jimmy John quality sandwich at home. I don't need to pay somebody to make my Jimmy Johns.
1: again, even when we had our sandwich debate, you brought up a good like sandwich that you don't keep those ingredients around in your house. Yeah, I don't you keep know? a Reuben ingredient you go no. you go, don't go, have go that Russian nice, dressing everywhere. yeah, Russian dressing everywhere, of course. Uh, but yeah. You go to a nice diner or whatever, whatever tier of Reuben you need that day, yeah. you just have them make it for you. All these sandwich places, they give you the same bullshit. It's all just... Well, we're not going to rehash. We're not rehash. Thing. No. We're
0: talking about Drab Magister. We
1: actually, right? what just happened was uh, we had a flashback to when we did have... <laughs> yes. That was
0: that was just a flashback. That, that, that's not new.
1: My audio editing has gotten so good. I know. It's seamless. Seamless.
0: So these guys, there's two guys. It's, it's dark wave, according to my sister. Whatever that means. It's, yes. it's dark synth
1: music. So you're probably thinking, like, I like dark shit. Yeah, I might like to ride the dark wave. Right. So you you probably like did your hair back or something?
0: <laughs> no, I did it like Drab Majesty. And I'll explain what Drab Majesty looks like because okay, they're opening my like AFI. It's a sold out show. AFI, I'm guessing has like a, a following, a big following. They were. They're pretty big at one time. Weren't they, they were
1: my high school band. Like they yeah. were, got really big in the 2000, 2005 range. Getting a little bit of radio play. Had a music video on the MTV. Yeah. Um. But. Fuck, I thought that window closed hard on them. But uh, what we learned the about that? dude. That whole show that was supposed to be the emo big fest thing yeah. when we were young tour. Where they booked it without having booking any band. They were all going to have like 15 minutes and there was like 100 bands. Yeah. They were part of that, I believe. And but, then they shut it down because wind. Yeah, they shut it down because of wind. Wind. Yeah. They didn't want the bangs blowing out of their I, I face. can't imagine those people have hair at this point. So, yeah. you know, blowing wigs off. So,
0: all right. So the, you got the, these tickets got to be pretty expensive. Because, fuck, the goddamn Merciful Fate tickets we paid for were expensive. I thought I saw
1: they were 60 bucks. Do sixty? I think so. And
0: then you you put Ticketmaster on top of it. That's got to be three hundred.
1: Ticketmaster got to get
0: a cut. So, okay. So we drive down. That my sister's late as always. She fell asleep.
1: That's it. That I guess was she's in her
0: late fifties now. So that, that, you, you got to
1: get you got to get pumped for a dark wave show. I mean, you okay, you it was, said it yourself. Or you got to mellow out. I don't know. I was gonna, yeah, you said it was pretty dreary. So you got to yeah, be. It was pretty drab. It was pretty drab. <laughs>
0: And so we get there, like because they're an opening band. So we get there; they've already played a couple songs. And so, because I guess they had a forty-five minute set, we got there like fifteen minutes after they started. Okay, which okay. is good to me. I'm, I don't care. I'm along for the ride. I don't give a fuck about any of these bands. I've You're never heard there of
1: them to size people up and figure out who you can fight and figure out who needs yeah, a sandwich.
0: Was, yeah, I wanted to street fight some motherfuckers. I was pumped from this fucking movie still. Right, and no, I was. I don't. I don't know why I was there because, like, I, I always tell Griff. My sister, like, well, I, she wanted me because she was, I don't know, she, in her old days, she's getting scared about Detroit and shit, so she wanted me to just be with her, like, yeah. get to the venue. But she immediately bails on me every time, every show. I was like, hey, I need you to come to the show with me, and then we go, and then she immediately bails on me. So she took off, like, made a beeline for the front, because yeah, she, yeah. she's smaller than me, so she can get through all that shit, and I'm just standing there by myself. I'm the dad that dropped off the teenage girl.
1: And, with the kids. Yeah. And
0: so, all right, these guys, the two guys, guys—they—they they, one guy plays synth. No fucking old man dance. They, they look like old men. That's their gimmick is old. They look like old men. But they didn't dance at all. I was Fuck. disappointed by that.
1: We just saw two masters.
0: Yes. And uh, and a guy plays guitar. So they wear suits, and they wear – apparently these are wigs. I thought that was their hair. But one guy it looks like Rod Stewart. Smart Other guy looks like Phil Donahue Yes And they look like they've been infected with the Omega Man disease So their hair is white And they wear gigantic blue blocker shades Like, like wraparound shades Yeah Yeah and they look pasty, but that's probably just because that's who they are. But I, I was like, I almost ripped my shirt off, put on my little knickerchief, yeah, yeah, and yeah. stabbed the guy in the heart with a steak. I, I got, I had some fucking Omega Man. I, I felt like an Omega Man at that fucking concert venue because everyone was so malnourished, right? But I kept it in check. And then as soon as they were done, we just left. So I, I was happy. I didn't have to sit through AFI yeah, or anything.
1: That's a short show. You didn't have to stab anybody. You didn't no. have to slay vampires. I mean, you could have. You could have. Possibly broken the spell everybody was under, no. and then taking everybody out for sandwiches. Yeah. You, you got them well, all. I, I, I wanted
0: to. It used to be a good uh, hamburger place across the street, but they closed. I guess because of oh. the pandemic. Union Street.
1: Union Street hamburger. I don't think I ever went there. They were good. Which place did you guys go? Majestic. To? Majestic. Oh yes. Okay.
0: So yeah, that that's. I've had a hell of a week. So I am. On a, I hope we're gonna we're gonna. Pump it up with some fucking Sonny Chiba. I I don't want to disrespect the master. Like I said, he's one of my favorites now. We got to explore the world of Sonny Chiba. There's one movie called Wolf Guy where he's a werewolf.
1: That sounds perfect. And he stands up.
0: 82 minutes. (laughs) Sonny Chiba Chiba knows the proper length of a movie.
1: He knows we're the street fighters of podcasting. That's what it is. So, of course, we take it a little too far. Half our episodes are over two hours, so. <laughs> yes. yeah. But well, we used would, to be street fighters. Well, what
0: would you do without it? I, no, people said, "Give us the fucking banter." So I'm giving. I'm giving the all, all ten people who voted on that poll. All right. You're getting the banter, and no zero people who didn't.
1: Well, we're about to cut this short, so why don't you just get some peaches out or something? <laughs> no, this is going to
0: be a peachless episode. All right, everybody, it's what you've been waiting for. It's the return of Sonny Chiba to Golden Globus Theater and it is the return of the Street Fighter. Look out! The Street Fighter is back. And his friends have been waiting for him. They'd all like to see him dead. The return of the Street Fighter starring Sonny Chiba and his arch enemy Junjo. Yes,
1: Junjo returned from the dead for revenge. The Mafia's ordered to kill you and I'm going to do just as they say. The Mafia's moved into Japan Whoa. and what they can't buy, they take. But the Street Fighter's not for sale. You can order me around even if you have money. I think you'd better take this over because you know what can happen. Stick it right in your ass.
0: He knows too much, so kill him. I'm showing you how the mafia works. So you're the mafia boss in the area. They had a very good idea to take over the whole lousy yellow hemisphere. Look out!
1: We have a briefcase popping open full of cash. And we see a really greasy-looking
0: Japanese guy. He's got the fucking perv mustache. Yeah, he looks straight out of the
1: Monopoly game. He had that part in his hair and everything. know. <laughs> oh, it yeah. might, reminded me of the Monopoly he guy. He
0: looked like a 70s creep so man. Oh, okay. But Asian. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and he's, he's talking to our boy Terry Sarugi. And he's like, look, man. I guess he's like the – was this Yakuza? I'm guessing it's Yakuza. I don't know. I guess. I mean, Are they outlaw? I don't
1: even think he was part of a mob because it seemed like he was just a free agent out there. He's just a okay. shady businessman. Okay. And he wanted to do his things. And he's like, look,
0: we got tons of shit going on right now, but two guys have absconded with our – we had, we had gold. The guy stole gold, right?
1: Uh, it was like a gold statue.
0: Yeah. was what we found out. Yeah. And so there's an Australian guy, never trust an Australian. Never. And another Japanese fellow. And yeah. One was named Rico Grandel, who was the Australian, and Gentoku oh. Ryu. Yeah. But he's like, but he's like, don't worry, Terry. Ryu is already in the police station. But that, he's a bitch. He's going to blab. Yeah. So you need to, I don't know how you do it, but you're going to do it, because you're the street fighter. You need to get that motherfucker, and all this cash and this breed, this Kinja case, it's all for you. Would what does Terry say?
1: I, I love this. You just get to cut the tear, and he goes, double it. Fucking. He read the book. <laughs> right. He read the Art book. Art of
0: the Deal. That's the book he read. Uh-huh.
1: He's read one book in his life, yeah, Art of the
0: Deal. Donald Trump's Art of the Deal. And Donald Trump never even read that book. No, he, he doesn't even He know didn't what even he write it. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's like, guys, like. He, he was like, got a hard bargain, but yes, <laughs> double it. Chop, uh, chop, another Kenji Tashie case comes out. He's like, the, how can I how can I argue with that?
1: I, I love the guitar riff throughout this uh, uh, movie, but you get that, Bow, doo, 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 and we're just on the streets, and he's yeah. flying along.
0: That was used in one of our Italian movies. I recognize that riff.
1: That re- I thought it was, too. I was yeah. like, this sounds so familiar. It was like in
0: one of the post-apocalyptic movies. Yeah. So you see a boy Terry on his fucking motorcycle. Wearing it not, not wearing what you'd expect somebody wearing a motorcycle. He had like a, had like a fucking wool like that fucking looked, trench coat. on. That
1: looked like the outfit you would wear to do like kendo fighting or whatever, like the stick fighting. So it's like fencing has the padded gear on, but kendo also has something that looks like that. That's what I thought it was.
0: I thought it was just a trench coat.
1: Yeah, I thought it was like that. And then he gear had like
0: goggles gear. and like a. Like the fucking leather cap, like World War
1: I fucking biplane. Did he look like a geek to you? A little geek. I, Sonny can't even pull that off. Like, he, he did a good job, though.
0: And he's like, Well, how do you get into a police station? Because he told him he's in room eight. Yeah. And he's like, How do I get. Ah, the perfect way is to get arrested. Of course. Does he drive straight to the prison? Is that where he he's drives? At? No, it, it was an embassy. Which made it even more troublesome.
1: Oh, okay. But, so he starts
0: speeding. Ponchazuki uh, Ponchiz- <laughs> sees him, starts following him, and he's just like, fuck you. He's popping wheel. He's jumping over shit. Oh, yeah. He's like, you hear, FIVA Chiba. FIVA, FIVA Chiba. And he's getting pumped up, and he drives by some kind of embassy. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know if it was a U.S. embassy. I don't know. It was just an embassy. On embassy. The, and he does a fucking flip. Fuck his bike. He's got two kinjitashkis. He doesn't need that bike anymore. Talk
1: about uh, Chiba Chiba. How about Chiba Knievel? Because oh, right. that fucking move right there was straight right. out of Evil's playbook. Right. And he just does a flip, backflip, right over the gate to the embassy. Yeah. There's a couple guys there waiting for... oh uh, well, they're know, guards. guards. Yeah. yeah, of course. So they're not waiting for him, but as soon as he jumps over, they're like, we're going to beat your <laughs> ass now. And he's just like... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Who says we need a cat throwing up video? Yeah, clip? His, that's just his, like his it.
0: breathing technique is just cat vomiting a fur ball.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, love it.
0: Which we believe he ended the first one, but he did no, in the first one. Yeah. Okay, I think no, that I think he does in every one of his movies. Yeah, it's like
1: his thing. So he just opens the gate and we well, beats the, police the in? fuck out of a bunch of cops. Yeah, and then he
0: opens a gate and we get Return of the Street Fighter right across the screen.
1: Oh my God, Sonny Chiba has the best facials in yeah, every movie. Amazing, like. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. If we were to rank it today, he would be easily in the top three. Easily. Right. All right. So we know he was trying to get arrested, and he's going into that police headquarters just like he was told to. and He's got, handcuffed. Hands got, in,
0: he's handcuffed with his hands in front of him.
1: Yep. He's got, like, four guys escorting him and everything. The one cop's just like, that karate you were doing was fascinating. You must be some kind of great martial artist or something. And he just blows him off. He's like, nerd. He's focused. Because he sees he's walking up
0: room seven, room eight. Yep. He's like, this is the room. Inside, they're beating uh, uh, Ryu with a fucking phone book, old school style. And oh, yeah. Don Chik he's Chik just ready. I'll tell you everything. And then all of a sudden, she, the fucking Terry just runs in the room, yeah. handcuffed.
1: He throws every cop off of him because there's five cops in the little hallway. Fuck you, old boy. Here's a hallway scene for you. He just starts kicking through the door. One kick, it explodes. And this door was made from uh, the same bamboo that they use in the Mike Pillow uh, pillows. I thought it was made from a bonsai tree. Bonsai tree? I I thought I saw bamboo. But blows through that fucking door. And the cops, of course, all the ones that are um, trying to interrogate him, you know, enhanced interrogation techniques, oh, they all scatter because they're actually cowards. <laughs> they're like, they hit the wall. And so Ryu is just like, what the fuck? Backs himself to the wall. And here it comes.
0: <laughs> no, he did, no, what he does is, is he gets his fucking forefinger oh, that was and it? his middle finger and just pokes the guy in his fucking vocal box. Yeah. And he just...
1: It doesn't kill him. He just totally he eliminates his ability to speak. So the cops are pouring into the room. He's fending them off. He's grabbing a chair. He's busting people over the head. Meanwhile, we have a window behind him, but it's got the metal bars over it. Right. And so he goes full tongue pow, and he just starts kicking underneath where the uh, the wall yeah. meets the window, it's like concrete. It's concrete. And he's just kicking the the fucking window out. Exactly, and he is just breaking necks and everything. And then finally, one cop comes in and he squares up like he's gonna kung fu him too. Yamagami, yeah, Yamagami. That's one we can actually uh, pronounce. Yes. Well, I'm sure we're gonna fuck it up many times. Probably, but I mean, we're we're used to it because of the Yamag. Wait, Tamagachis, Yamagachis.
0: So there, he's ready to fight Terry, but Terry's like job done. Why am I going to fight these jobbers? I've already got. I've done my job. So he kicks the fucking bars out and just leaps out the fucking window. Still handcuffed, lands on his getaway car, kicks his the side piece kitty out of the driver. He's driving handcuffed, (laughs) and he's like, "Hand me those like picks." Because she's got this thing with all these picks in there. Yeah. And the, the other she thing we put on, he puts on okay. his fucking eight track of fog hat, and then <laughs> they just take off.
1: <laughs> I like that. You gotta search for a minute there for the eight track in your head. Oh, I love this too, because uh, as we were talking about, in, uh, let's flash back to our first episode. <laughs> Red is a great sidekick. Right. Now we have Kitty.
0: I think Rat got killed, so he needed a new one. I, I believe remember. he did. Yeah. Didn't?
1: Yeah, it pissed him the fuck off in the first one. He went uh, crazy over his buddy Rat getting killed. I gotta watch that one again. So
0: now he's got Kitty, this like groovy little, cute little Asian girl, Japanese girl.
1: Yep. And there's gonna be a lesson from Dad later on in this movie, but we'll get there when we get there. And he's like,
0: "Hey, Daddy, oh, that was that was uh, twenty three Skidoo." Or
1: Her something. whole. Accessory up here at her head level was annoying the shit out she of her. She
0: had giant rose colored glasses. Rose tinted yes. glasses. She had like 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 pigtails, but they were sticking out like Wendy's girl.
1: Yeah, the Wendy's girl uh pigtails. And uh, then she had
0: like a giant like pimp hat on. Yeah, right? pimp hat.
1: And yeah, she just she's jiving all the time. Daddy O, how about this A track O? Let's hit it, Bucko. So job done, they're headed they're headed off. Yep. And we cut over to that one cop who stood up and was getting Yamagami. ready to kung fu him. Oh. Yeah, Yamagachi. Yamagami. God damn it!
0: <laughs> and he's being reprimanded because he was in charge of uh, taking uh, uh, taking care of Terry that he wouldn't get loose. Oh, Ryu. No, he was he was bringing in. T- uh, Terry. Oh, he was.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. He was. He was probably the one who was like, "You're so good at karate." Yeah, he was. yeah, it makes sense. Okay. So
0: they're like, "You have dishonored. You have lost. You lost." you lost face yeah and he's like I have and he hands him a little card I guess his resignation card and he's like
1: because they do it differently in Japan over beautiful calligraphy here, over here what would have happened he would have got a
0: race or he would have said I'm gonna talk to my uh, union rep and then you know they would <laughs> figure something out but he's like no I have dishonored I I'm, I'm the reason why a guy can no longer speak yeah even though he could't think he could was right
1: right and
0: uh, I maybe Terry broke his fingers too you we, we didn't see that
1: So we see that Yamagami's leaving and everything, and the chief of police, I guess, he's left there, a character we don't need to worry about. He gets a call, and they have a trail on Grandal. The Australian guy. Yeah, the other guy, Terry, is going to be going after.
0: So grandal's hiding out in a movie theater it was a nice uh, fake out because they're showing some kung fu photos. i think it's just the movie yeah he's watching a kung
1: fu watching movie. one yeah
0: and he heads out because he's he's waiting on his plane his flight so he calls up the airport like hey is the flight to australia is that is still on schedule and i like, guess you know it's gonna leave in an hour so he's like all right i'm ready to go and he's got a little uh case with
1: him yep a case yeah and as he's finishing up his phone call, he sees that the police are starting to turn the corner and chase after him. So they start I, – I think they start shooting immediately. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so he's pulling out his gun. He's trying to shoot back at him as he's running the opposite direction. And uh, as he gets out of the, the uh, alleyway there, there's Terry just waiting for him. Well,
0: I thought Terry came down on a rope, didn't he? Or did he escape on a rope? Did, he, there was a I rope. I thought
1: he jumped No, there was definitely a rope. Okay.
0: I don't know if he came down or went up, but yeah, I think he was waiting for him there, and he goes, "Uh, I think that case is for me, and he grabs it. And then he just takes, he, he just grabs a rope and just climbs up to a catwalk. He catwalks for some reason up on these buildings.
1: Yeah, I know we had like an exchange with the police where they just notice each other, but yeah, yeah. he just gets the fuck yeah. away. The police shoot the shit out of Grandall because apparently they've been trained. This was like an overseas training procedure or something where they trained in America, so they just shot this guy on site. Yeah. So. Well, he was Australian, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's right. I, I mean, that's the island where we sent all the criminals, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it makes sense.
0: So, once again, another great fucking move by Terry just walks away.
1: So, Murray, let's just go ahead and be real with the audience here. We're 40 minutes into the movie, right? Pretty much, yeah. That's a lot of action right there. That's a lot of scenes happening and all that. Yeah. We're like five minutes of this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. That's how much shit's in here.
0: They <laughs> back a lot in 82 minutes. There's so many cuts to this movie. There was this, There's like an 89 one, there's a 72. I said, let's just cut the difference, we'll do the 82-minute
1: work. Yeah, I did whatever one's on
0: Plex. This, yeah, well, this is on YouTube, too, yeah. so you can watch it for free. It's a good,
1: good fucking movie.
0: So now we cut to this school, the martial
1: arts school. Yep. Just like a Golden glows episode, it's always good to teach your audience the things happening in the second episode, the second movie. Because right. we're about to learn all kinds of things. Well,
0: yeah, they're going to let you know what you're going to see used in a fight later on in this movie. That's right. So we see, and they let us know there's little, like, captions. And it's like nunchucks. And the guy's just twirling nunchucks, breaking shit, spear. Yeah, we're at the military arts school. Which is a front by the. Did I. What was his name? Otaku, I think, was his name. The, the greasy guy from the beginning. I think it was Otaku.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah.
0: And that's his front, is this school. Ataguro? <laughs> is that guy's name. Ataguru, okay. Yeah.
1: And... Otaku is what they call the anime files. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> I used to, when I was uh, an AFI fan back in the early 2000s, uh, I had a little lady friend, and she would go to schoolcraft craft. Down the street would have anime nights called otaku, oh, and oh. I would hey. take her there. Oh, okay. Yeah, by her Pocky. <laughs>
0: okay. I don't know what any of these words mean. I didn't know what a taku meant. I thought that was that guy's name. I'm not making a joke about this shit.
1: Uh, what was the A in it? It was like, it was AMAC. Uh, uh,
0: Asian, uh, Asian Martial, Martial Arts, Arts Charter. Mm. Oh, uh,
1: anyways. So we oh, get tanfu
0: clubs, which are just nightsticks that police use. We get comma sickles, which are just like those little like sickles. Then they got a chain connecting them. Yes, they do. We got the bow staff, we got the katana, Japanese yes. for sword. Of course. And we got the side daggers.
1: Raphael and, and
0: Ninja were Turtles. Seeing them, and the only way this would make this seem better if we had Chokuzugi demonstrating them
1: all. It would have been way better. We just have yeah. some nerds out here running around. We're seeing everybody. Because, again, this is, this is supposed to be, we're going to learn in a minute here, this is supposed to be the front. This is supposed to be the bad guys uh, right. hang out. So Kitty shows up for Atuguru? Atuguru.
0: Atuguru shows up at his, his uh office. She's got she's got uh what Grandel's uh is his bag, opens yes. it up, there's a statue, a gold statue, but not just any gold statue, Griff. the golden needle of ecstasy statue. <sighs> The guaranteed to give you a boner statue that we covered in the move great episode Golden Needles.
1: And so when I saw that, I was like, "Hold on, let me re- re- Actually, rewind." Actually, I,
0: I think I think I hear that the sound effect that uh, Ataguru made sounded like a plank going off. Because he popped a boner just looking at the golden needles of ecstasy statue? He didn't even need the acupuncture.
1: Uh, but I will like to, if anybody cares enough to do this research, if you go back and look at that movie theater scene, what Grandel was in, yeah. Joe Don Baker's in there. They were watching Golden Needles? How ironic that he had the Oh, golden... no, no. He, oh. Joe Don Baker was in the theater with them. Oh, wow. Did he have a boner? Easy, you, <laughs> no, he didn't. But... He had did- a big seafood bladder in his lap. <laughs> That's what he had. Yeah. That's how I knew it was him. I was like, oh, I couldn't tell it was Jonah Baker because of the fucking seafood. They were sitting in a conversation pit. Yes.
0: <laughs> and he said, well, "Talk to me." And the guy said, "I don't know who the fuck you are, mate." So, Nelson, that squid.
1: <laughs> they're looking over the golden statue of ecstasy and everything, and of course, Atagoro's is just like this statue means nothing outside this country. It only helps people like us.
0: But they were like, "How did the police know where Grandel was going to be? They must yeah. have somebody on the inside. Somebody from
1: the Seibu Clan.
0: And now we, of course, we know what the Seibu Clan is. That's uh, our master uh, uh, Masayoko, which we're gonna fuck his name up throughout this episode. Throughout. Who was from the first movie, the little fat dude,
1: the little fat dude who, when we were thinking that uh, Terry was a world beater, he stepped up to Masuaku, got his. Got handled. You can't judge a book by its cover. That's right. Or a
0: fat man by his lover. What I kind of know. book
1: would he be? Because he's short and stout. That's like a children's book. That would be, yeah. That like would be like thick Fo- pages. That would be Fonzie's
0: little black book.
1: Yeah. It would be that thick. Yeah. Little. There we go. He's the Fonz book.
0: So we're seeing how they do Of course, they do it more naturally. They don't hide behind weapons. No, Their bodies no. are weapons. No.
1: I mean, that whole scene, it is literally called the – Acad- a- a- Academy Center of Arts Martial or something
0: Yes that, that When they were not <laughs> Doing martial arts They're actually Dancing yeah. Like
1: Murder Rock That was school Yeah
0: It was They were On the other side We never saw the other side Of Murder Rock school That's where That's, they do yeah, the martial arts yeah. And if only those Poor girls Those poor sexy girls Had just Studied a couple classes
1: A couple classes With the With, the, the, uh,
0: with the, the Tanfa clubs They never would have <laughs> Gotten killed by the way, go listen to that episode. That needs some more love, that episode. All the rest of Jalloween did great. Uh, uh, Murder Rock needs some love. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, um, we see. this is where we see the Sanchon breathing. <laughs>
1: it's like cocking up a loogie. Just when you think we're going to get 45 minutes of that, no. We're we cut get, over some plate we breaking. 43 minutes of yeah, that. Yeah, 43. It was, it was pretty fucking <laughs> yeah. long. We do get some plate breaking. Yes. and these are like concrete plates. Where are they? I thought
0: they were like kind of like a terracotta type, or maybe a terracotta. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, but we're breaking them with heads. We're breaking. Them I with think did
0: Masayoko break it with his head, or was it another guy? It might
1: have been Masayoko. I couldn't tell.
0: And still, even if it's terracotta, it's pretty impressive when there's like twenty of them stacked up, and you go through the entire thing. Yeah. So yeah, they're pretty impressive. And We see this dorky little kid who's trying to break three of them, yeah. busting his hand up. Masioka is just like, keep at it. You will learn. The trick to breaking
1: plates. Forget pain. No justice. No peace. No mercy.
0: He's, he's, he's the original. This, this, SebuKan actually is Japanese for Cobra Kai. That's it. He taught the guy. I don't remember. Martin Cove. I don't remember what his fucking
1: character's name was. He yeah, taught yeah. him. Taught him.
0: Yamagama shows up. He was the inside guy.
1: Yeah, of course. And he also seems to be a student here. Of course he does. He sees yeah.
0: a little chat with Masayoka. And he's like, look, Atagura and his, his we're just going to call it the AMAC, his school. Yeah, his school. Because we don't know what that words does he stand for us. So what's AMAC? <laughs> and he's got over 6 billion yen in all these Asian countries. And because he's like, he's like, I guess the front is they're requesting. I think they're going to uh, the Sebu because Sebu Khan has like a franchises everywhere in Asia too. We learned yes, he's actually going to the school saying send us money. Here is Master Masayoka's name on it, so yep. it's good. Send us your money. So they're just asking all these different dojos all across Asia to send money so they can make like, the greatest like, like
1: martial arts m- center of
0: all time. Yeah, but it's not. There's a front. They're just right. t- taking this money. And
1: yeah, Yamagami points out six million. All these Asian places, we know Asians have dirty money. I don't know why Amagami said that. Very he's, confusing. And thing. he's
0: like, and get this. I think he's working with the mafia. Because this sounds like a mafia plan. Oh,
1: shit. So, Masayaka has to order his men to get out, contact all of his international affiliates, get right. everybody on the horn, figure out what's going on. The franchises,
0: ask him what's going on. Right.
1: Have they been getting any weird interactions? Have you got weird letters from me? You know, that type of thing. Then warns Yamagami because Yamagami continues. He's like, yeah, the I think these guys are a mob, but they also have this guy, Terry, working for them." And, of course, Masaaki's just like, excuse me? Did you fucking say Terry? Terry Sarugi? He pretty much slapped him in the <laughs> face. He was like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you going to fuck with Terry Sarugi? <laughs> Did you see what the, his name was in the caption or uh, the credits? No. Terry Sugary. Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. That's like that's like me trying to hear and, try and type it out. Like that's what you end up with. And like. Terry,
0: that reminds me. Diddle, diddle, diddle. And we get this fucking ten. We see, we get the entire fight from the first move. All we needed was a few seconds. Yeah. No, we get the entire
1: fight. It's a great fight, but still, I lo- yeah, I like that fight. But yeah, 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 we didn't need it. And, ju- and then like, and I kicked his ass. And yep.
0: then his, then that little dork Kazuko
1: breaks in, which is a perfect name for a child dork Kazuko. Right. Just like Kazuki was the little Godzilla who sucked. That was Godzuki Godzuki. Yeah. Godzuki,
0: he sucked too. Though. Yes, yeah. he's like, I guess he's—is he the son of Masaoka? He's somehow related to Masoko, He uh, might be the grandson. I don't know. It
1: might be uh, Mazaki. Apparently, when you're a uh, sensei at a dojo, you get the fuck. And he's probably laying a pipe everywhere. <laughs> he's just like
0: Yamagama. I guess they know each other. He's like, yeah. Yo, we need to spar. You need to show me some moves. He's Like, all right, don't, little man. We'll do that. Yeah.
1: There is scenes of them, like, sparring and everything, but who the fuck cares? It doesn't matter. So now
0: Masayoko, he's like, I gotta meet up with his Otaguro and find out what the fuck's
1: going on. He's thinking that Otaguru is still a respectable businessman, right. not the type of businessman who comes to America and completely disrespects the way of uh, our law and order. So he thinks he can come here and reason with them. Right.
0: Well, he kind of threatens him. He's just like, look. Fix. I, he's like, he let, he lets them off. He's like, I'll I'll give you a chance. Stop doing what you're doing. Yeah, and
1: I'm cool. We don't have any. We don't have I anything. thought you were gonna build this school in the in the honor of Bushudo and karate. Right. I hear you're up to some shady shit.
0: Fix it. And he's like, I assure you, this is all in the up and up. It's all for the art center.
1: Yeah. Everything. Everybody's donating with so much enthusiasm. We're gonna make military arts great again. And Masayoko's like,
0: look, man, he looked mandom. He looked mandom. He was evidencing otherwise. I, I've i heard it. I don't believe it. Look, just return the money and we're
1: cool. So, Mazuaka, that's all he had to come here and say. That's all he had to do. Just let him know. Hey, eyes on you. We got eyes on you. Man. But Atagura, he's got his eyes on the prize, and he just got his brand new champion from the Middle East in.
0: <laughs> the greatest <laughs> martial artist from the middle east not the far east the middle east right. that's where they really yeah. and how do we know that cuz he's wearing the fucking iron cheek like turban on his head yeah all right so yamagama
1: <laughs> i know you said that and you're thinking like no that can't be right yeah, it's, it's right it's yamagami oh he uh
0: <laughs> he goes Yama to Gama. he goes to the place that the the architect
1: uh, architect's yeah, because he's off the job now, so he's yeah. going to go check out the place. He's building the military art center, and he's right. like, hey, what's the date for construction on well, he this? He want to see the blueprints. Right. Yeah, And they said no, and he's like, I am They have the audacity
0: to say, you need a warrant, which you, they do.
1: Yeah, and in the street fighter world, if you ever resist threat, you know, like, hey, this is not the procedure – That means you have to fight.
0: Well, we know you're automatically guilty if you ask for a warrant. It's true. You should just give the cops whatever they want. That's right. So Yamagami just starts busting heads. He's breaking fucking bones, x-ray chopping people. And that's it. He just beats everybody up and leaves.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He's just like, next time I come here asking for questions, answer them. But you've said enough today. So he knows this place is a front. (laughs) Um, That's that's more than enough
0: right, this is so far We've only seen two of these movies But I think this happens in every movie We see Terry working out
1: Oh yeah definitely
0: And he's using the old school 70's workout gear Yeah I think Columbo was in the background on a treadmill That's how old school it was
1: Yeah he had the leather waistband to hold him on the treadmill Because he (laughs) might fall off
0: Robert Conrad's like that'll kill you, Terry, because Terry's eating like some Sour Patch Kids while he's doing his workout.
1: He is still talk. a kid after all. He's <laughs> yeah. a fuck, you know. He's a streeter, man. Are. Come on.
0: And so he's just he's got the thing where he's doing the sit-ups and shit.
1: Yeah, it's got the ankle hol- hold in there so yeah. you can do a full sit-up.
0: And Kitty shows up with her mini boombox with the eight-track player on it.
1: Hey, Teddy-o, I got some new jams over from America. Hey,
0: groovy, good. And he's like, he's like whatever you know i don't like music when i put yeah really out. i
1: don't i don't like that shit when i'm working out i don't right. need it right
0: and so she's like well i need it and then we get a little backstory about her she why she's so groovy and so hip because she grew up around military bases with american gi so she learned about rock and roll rock and, and roll. all that shit right so that's why she's the way
1: she is yeah and so- the way she is is something anyways
0: so they, she's like, "All right, play your fucking foghat." Yeah, she loves foghat for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. She likes a slow ride. Take it easy. <laughs> Have
1: you been listening to foghat? <laughs> no, it's really on your brain. Did they did they it's, open? It, it's
0: the seventies, dude. It's yeah. foghat. Oh, Everyone okay. was in a foghat. It could be fog or teeth. Slow ride. Take it slow ride. Take it easy. Yeah, so I think that's a foghat. Yes. I'm embarrassed if I get that wrong. And, oh, yeah, I don't know. and, and, and <laughs> it might be Nazareth. I don't know. But, so she starts playing, and then it just abruptly stops, and there's a message on this 8-track. Apparently, atuguro sends all his messages on 8-tracks.
1: Right. This is very interesting. Uh, also, kind of terrible. It's like in a world where there's plenty of ways you could spread a message. To do it on an 8-track that's recorded, and someone could pop in as evidence <laughs> of a hit situation. They're so
0: cocky, dude. They really are. They're raking in that money, so they don't care. Terry! Meet, Go oh, over the meeting at Kitajima Subway Station, South Entrance, 3 o'clock today. All right. So they're like, all right, we got to do this. So they get in the, Terry's badass, like, muscle car, drive down the subway station. There's a dirty-ass white boy hippie there.
1: What the fuck? He's there. He's begging for money because, of course, he's on one of those Eat, Pray, Love tours. He's right. finding himself. Yeah. Clearly. So we got some
0: grimy. You know, he looked look like Mick Fleetwood from Fleetwood Mac.
1: Mick Fleetwood.
0: Griff thinks he looks like Paul McCartney. I said Paul McCartney. I don't get Paul McCartney vibe at all. He maybe a George Harrison, but maybe not Paul
1: Harrison. Wilson. You said Ringo earlier, so it's you're.
0: Yeah, but not Paul. Paul's the cute one. This you're guy not, not confident. This guy in wasn't your cute.
1: Paul's the cute one. Paul
0: is known as the cute one of the Beatles. I'm not saying that myself. Everyone considers Paul the cute
1: one. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like. Who do
0: you think's the cute one? George. Of the George? Because
1: I don't even notice him, whereas I notice John's ugly and I notice Paul's ugly. George
0: is my favorite Beetle, but I never thought of him as the cute one. He was the most, to me. He was the most talented musician.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because Ringo can't even play drums. Uh, George or Lennon is Lennon, and yeah, I guess he really is. Yeah. Oh, okay. And
0: so <laughs> he he can't talk. He's like, "What the fuck do you want?" And he pulls out an envelope. Yeah, and he's like, "He pulls out a key." Yeah, and, and yeah, no, it was an envelope that had a key inside. Oh, that's an envelope with a key. And it was like, it a, it's a uh, subway uh, locker key. Right. Which, do they even have those anymore? Like, bus stations have lockers anymore? Not, not that I've seen. I like, I've, last time I've been on a fucking bus station. But yeah. Uh, yeah, then he's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Why would you answer? And he's like, points to his mimes, like,
1: I can't speak. Right. You know? And so he's asking him, like, who, who gave you this key? Who gave you this information?
0: He just pulls out a 100-yen dollar bill. He
1: opens his palm because he's like, how did you know to find me? And it's got his license plate on there. Right. And then it was like, who do you work for? Almighty dollar. Right. And so
0: they go down to the subway station where the locker is. They open it up. There's roses in there for some reason. To hide the case. There's a Kinja case in there. And there's a, there's a note for a job. Yep, and this job is total bullshit because it's about killing Masayoka.
1: How? How? How?
0: Because earlier, after Masayoka had uh, uh, reamed uh, Atagura, he was like, "That guy's got to die." Yeah, kill
1: him. He knows too much. He's gonna rat. He's gonna squeal. So Terry
0: goes. He's cuts out the middleman. he goes straight to Atagura, and he's like, "You can stick it right up your ass." Yeah, I'm not gonna kill that guy. I respect him. I'm not going to do it. Nobody tells Terry Sugary what to fucking do.
1: <laughs> yeah, Kitty, of course, is telling him, that's a lot of money. You should <laughs> take it. You should take it. You should take it. But no, he's not going to. He's gonna...
0: got two kinja cases full of
1: money. He don't need that shit. Yeah. He... So he, he leaves the money with him and everything, walks right off, and of course, Adaguru is just like, fuck it. All right, goons. <laughs> get him now.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Terry, gotta, he's got to get his head straight. He's, he's like, he's in a. What's going on? He's like, should I should I warn Masayoka? Should I just mind my own business? Right. So he, where do you go when you need to get away?
1: When the thinking is heavy you go to the thinning. The thinner the air, the better the the, the clear thoughts.
0: Okay, so he goes to, like, Mount Fuji. He's, like, he's going to do some skiing. He's not going to
1: do any skiing. He has no skis. He's just on of ski lift. Right. This is, like, a deprivation tank type situation for him. A defecation tank? Yeah, a defecation tank. So he's up there amongst the shit uh, weather, and he's just— God is defecating with snow. Yeah, Yeah. and it's just snow. It's white. You can barely even see five feet in front of you, so he gets to the top of— Katie's, like, in the ski lift behind him. That was a lot of money. Right. Where I don't even know if she wore a fucking. Coat he was. Out he of. had
0: like his yeah. He had his like black outfit. He wears but big ass like government like white gloves. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta keep those hands warm. Yeah, well even when you're fighting, hell yeah, you do. And I liked it. We don't. We rarely see fights in the snow, and this is yeah. real snow. It was good. Yeah. So he as soon as he gets off, he's immediately attacked by the guys from the AMAC.
1: Right. So we see him one at a time. Right out Right off the bat, we see our bowmaster, Bowmaster Daniels. So he's up. He's, you know, obviously coming at him with that fucking uh, bow staff. Uh, Terry's just kind of fending him off and everything. And he even just, like, kind of pushes him and tries to run away when we see that Kama's also here.
0: Right. And the Kama's are, that's the little hook Stick with the hook blade. Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah. And he's just fending him off. And then the fucking spear guy shows up. Well, bow staff guy shows up here. And so now we got Bo Staff and Kama guy. How's he get a fucking deal with this?
0: He's like a kama chameleon.
1: Yeah. So we ends up getting a part, like uh, a handle of the kama and actually kills Bo Staff guy with other guy's kama, then pushes Kama guy away with Bo Staff guy being dead and runs away again where he runs into Spearman.
0: Right. And he's like, you know, remember this is snow. So he's literally slipping and sliding everywhere. Yeah. And yeah, it just I don't know, this was a very confusing scene for me as far as fighting goes, because it's just different guys with different weapons attacking him. Right,
1: so I could tell you that he runs right up to Spearman, and while the other two were actually like giving him some good attacks and everything, Spearman's a bitch, because he closes the distance immediately, and then if you have a spear, what do you do when someone's that close to you? Throat check him or something? I mean, that might work. But it's fucking Terry. So Terry gets a hold of his spear and just drives it straight into Kama, who's running at him. And now we just got fucking spear guy left. He breaks his spear in half. And then, Murray, we don't get an x-ray kill in this movie, but we do get something close. Do you remember what it was? The punch in the back of the head? The, yes.
0: Th- the, the Weaver Lock uh, wake up? Oh, yeah. yeah it was, if, you, if you're a fan of AIDS wrestling, you know this move is usually used to resuscitate someone after you put them in a sleeper hole. It's called the Weaver Lock. You slap a guy in a, when you knock a guy unconscious. You slap him on the back of the neck, but Terry's got insane hand strength. So when he hits a guy in the back of the neck, it literally knocks his eyeballs, <laughs> Beetlejuice style, out of his fucking head. And that's it, fuck. He's just fucking buggy eyed now.
1: That's what you get for fucking with a stranger in the Alps. You get a fucking with Terry Sugary. That's right. They got the sugar on top.
0: So he did get I. I, I, is this? He gets sliced on the cheek, right? Yeah, he t- I, and I love it. Unlike the Italians, dude, fucking Terry's got a bandage on his cheek for the rest of the movie. Yep, they fucking continuity
1: is spotless. in Oh this yeah, movie. spotless. Don't even try to find a continuity. So error. Kitty
0: comes over with an ice pack. He's like, bitch, I'm frowned by, frowned by snow. Or, I don't need an ice pack. Or you in know? the
1: snow, they return back to town. I, uh, you know, Terry's like, I know this great spa. I'm just gonna head there. And so here we are, in the sauna room. Right, and we got so we get this goofy comic relief guy. We needed that after that last. Right. Scene. We needed to chill out a little. Right. We needed a rat moment. We
0: did. And he's like, "Oh, you got a great body. You play
1: pickleball?" And he's just pickleball. Uh, yeah, I literally have only learned about this like six months ago, yeah. and I just heard it everywhere. They turned one, some of my tennis courts into pickleball courts. Yeah, infuriating. Yeah, and. Here it is in the 70s. I didn't know it was a thing.
0: Yeah, that's where it originated in Japan. Oh, okay. In the 70s, yeah. Interesting. And here he's just kind of like, yeah,
1: sure, pickleball. After that rough day on the mountain, he's kind of like giggling along. He's probably remembering, flashback, rat. What if we got a flashback of rat here? That'd be great. He's like, well, me, I studied karate. You ever heard of that?
0: I'm a fourth Don. And Terry's just giggling. This guy doesn't know shit. This guy's got an Elvis belt. You know, he just paid for his fucking black belt. Oh, yeah. He's
1: like, I could teach you some stuff if you want. Like, everybody that was in the sauna is now leaving because they're annoyed with this guy. And then we see some... He tries
0: to do some moves and, like, falls over yeah. and shit.
1: We see some, like, whispering happening in the back well, here. I and- like there's a scene.
0: Because they got the sauna, so they have the rocks. Yeah, he grabs gonna- a rock like he's going to chop it in half. He's
1: trying to demonstrate his strength for him. He's like, 4th Dons can do this. He grabs a hot fucking rock and sears both of his hands. Oh, right. And so they both go over after that. And they're laying down. They're getting a massage and everything. You got the girls half dressed. He's Guys, got his, he
0: his "He can't scissor anybody. He can't. Not sc- even oh his daddy." Oh my god! And- <laughs> it used to be
1: me making all the stupid AEW <laughs> jokes. Yeah. But they would have known that if you didn't. You but now you're babyface, Murray, uh, and it's exactly. your turn. So they're hanging out and they're getting their massages and everything. He's still going on about his fourth donship and everything, and then he just reaches for his masseuse's breast.
0: Yeah, well, it's, yeah? When in Japan, do as the Japanese do.
1: <laughs> and so. They so- were going
0: to actually go to a crushing bar after this. Oh, okay. If you want to know what that is, <laughs> our, 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 check our uh, Ninja 3 Domination. Paul London told us all about crushing bars in Japan. Oh, yeah. we uh, fucked up.
1: Shit, I forgot about that. Yeah. That was a marathon episode. Yeah, it was. Bring your catheter to that <laughs> one.
0: You actually say that on our YouTube. I believe it. So uh, I say, "Cath up, bitches." So, yeah. So th- I think does the masseuse the first that attacks?
1: Turner? I have no idea how I remember the scene. Uh, fourth Don reaches for the woman's breast, gets denied. Terry sees it, turns to his masseuse, and then flips her over.
0: Yeah, because he's he'll, he's an equal opportunity ass kicker. He'll beat the shit out of a woman, a midget,
1: a child, a man. He doesn't give a fuck. Right. So I don't know. But it seems like his spidey senses, his sugary senses were going bonkers because, in fact, this whole fucking spa is out to get him. And he just commences the
0: an ass. He just beats the shit out of every single person in this spa, patrons and people who work at the place. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Did
1: you like that? They don't have defecation tanks over there, although it did look like a defecation tank. It was a bathtub full of matcha green tea. Yeah, that was weird. It was weird, yeah. yeah. I didn't know they bathed in it, too. Yeah, threw a guy in that. And he's just kicking ass. Throws everybody in the sauna when, when uh, you know everybody's been accounted for and every butt has been kicked. Yeah. Throws them all in there, locks them, turns up the heat.
0: Yeah. He, I think he breaks the thing so he can't even turn it off. And probably. probably kills people by dehydration. Probably. Is Terry fucking Terry Sugary? Terry Sugary. Anyways, he, and, he, and he walks out and goes, How sweet it is. And he <laughs> walks out. That's, A little that,
1: tweet from my face.
0: It's that, uh Uh, walk away line. <laughs> like, oh,
1: so, Mazuaki is, of course, working on gathering his evidence. And he is uh, going to be calling in his friends, his international friends. All right.
0: We got some guy from Rangoon and Rangoon, Zidali.
1: New Delhi, New Delhi, India. Of course, the place where you get the best sandwiches. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so you get to go to India. You get the
0: best fucking corned beef you've ever had. That's right, and, they, and that's weird because they don't even eat beef. No, but they get the best corned beef there. I don't know. That it's happened. the goat cheese. Is it? goat cheese? Wow. Yeah. Why would that? That more like a Greek thing. I would think yeah. goat cheese in India.
1: Yeah, goat cheese. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: So yeah, they come in. They're like, yeah, we got. We got these letters that said, you told us to send money. Here's your, your signature right here. It's clearly a fucking stamp. It's just like... You know, like,
1: How are you guys so foolish? Do you not have any street We smarts? learned that
0: one guy got onto him, and he disappeared and was killed.
1: Yeah, that's the right. The guy from Rangoon. Rangoon.
0: And he's he's like, so Masayoka's like, hmm, this looks pretty. sounds pretty fishy. I think we've got all the evidence we need.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's got fucking letters that were hand-stamped and all that. It's like... Right. And he's like, I always dot my with a heart i don't put a dot on the eye I. I put right. a heart always a heart
0: and so that's not my signature
1: Ataguru has the worst commitment to crime or the best commitment to crime because he d- leaves evidence everywhere the yeah. tapes the <laughs> letters like but he does it with like a batman villain it's That style to it you think he's got style you said he looked like a piece of shit earlier i'm, ta- I'm not talking about him i'm talking about his techniques oh his techniques style. okay you like his yeah. whole AMAC, too, like He probably. would
0: totally put Terry in some kind of Batman contraption and then like give, take his speech and then walk away. If
1: he had the chance to, I think yeah. he would. You're right. Yeah. I like that. Okay.
0: So Kitty and Terry going back to his apartment. Was it his apartment? Or was- yeah, yeah, it was his apartment. Okay. He, he,
1: he just bails on her. She, he doesn't give a fuck about Kitty. She is playing the role of rat. Right. So, of course, he just does whatever he, he wants. He just face
0: palms. Yeah. or He's like, this elevator's for one. Yeah. Walks in the elevator. There's a white bitch in there. And then this, talk about all the battles we have seen, Griff. This is the true battle. Smog versus fog. They're battling, dueling with each other. She's looking, she's liking what she's seeing with Terry. And then he's just like, like, (laughs) fog, smog's coming out of his mouth. Fog's coming out of her fucking underdress. It's this cloudy as fuck in this elevator.
1: The scene where the elevator opens and it's just like steam letting out. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's man. It's like, that's the sauna.
0: Let me. off some steam, Bennett. <laughs> it's just like, we got to fuck. Like, I don't, you know, so that's what they do.
1: I love this because we just have a shot of Terry walking back into his apartment and taking his shirt off and everything. And then he goes over to his bed and, white bitch. Right. She's laying in there yeah. naked. And he just, Jumps
0: on the bed. She like gives them a little handy underneath the sheets. That's right. They're going in for the fuck, and yep. then she reaches over. This is a kind of a. Uh, she's a liberated woman because she smokes Marlboros. That's usually a guy brand. Yeah. She never Virginia Slims. Nope. It was Marlboro. There was a new part. And she grabs a cigarette holder. So uh, she's like... she His fucking is so great mid-fuck she needs a cigarette. That's how fucking good Terry's fucking is. You know some ancient Chinese secrets. That's right. He's He's Japanese. He's
1: got such penis resistance or Uh, tolerance happening His turpidity is off the charts. His turpidity is so fantastic. I... We won't get into the logistics there because...
0: And since she is a lady, she uses a cigarette holder like a fine lady would, and she clicks a button, and a long fucking blade comes out.
1: Way too long for this situation.
0: And she goes to stab him. He seagulls her! He grabs her arm. Seagal stole that move from fucking Terry, Terry
1: definitely did. Snaps her arm, beats the fuck out of this
0: woman, like this 120-pound woman.
1: They should have used that little device from Dune that they were trying to get Paul with. Flying thing. Yeah, that would be, i don't know how that would fit in but yeah i don't know i think it would have worked well
0: and so he takes care of her no problem and then the fucking iron sheik shows up that fucking middle eastern champion just walks in the door he's got a fucking uh like a uh, italian uh tablecloth fucking on his head italian it restaurant tablecloth oh yeah and terry just Beats the fuck out of this. He cigals him again. The scene was so reminiscent of cigal because he doesn't give anything up. He just beats the fuck out of this guy. Yeah.
1: Puts him on his knees and splits his skull with a chop. Right. (laughs) That
0: was good, though. Karate chops his head and the blood, the crimson mask. Ric Flair would have just went,
1: ah, chef's kiss. Blood starts pouring down his head. Right. And he got something off of the woman and he was like, oh, you're a mob lady. Now he's getting something off uh, the. Iranian threat, or whatever this guy's from. From the Middle East. Middle East. Yeah. The Middle Eastern threat. And he's like, oh, you're a mob man, too. Hmm. So he's about to head outside. Kitty meets up with them, gives him an umbrella. It's raining outside. Right. You got to take care.
0: <laughs> I love that. You're right. He's got an umbrella. He's like, fuck you. You can't sit under my umbrella. This is for me. Yeah. So she's just out in the rain getting poured on. Her fucking little pimp hat's drooping down. And then... A mysterious figure steps in front of Terry. It's not mysterious to us if you've ever seen. Hello, Terry. Oh, my God. It's Jinjo. And I totally was like, I kind of remember this guy. Thank God for the fucking flashbacks. Because we get a flashback from the end of the last movie, also raining. Nice touch. And we just see Terry ripping his throat out. He has, like, guts in his fucking hand. And we're like, and then we learn, like, Jinjo's like, Terry, the wonders of medical science, they can transplant a heart now. <laughs> Why couldn't they just give me artificial vocal cords? He doesn't even have the thing. Cause usually you have the thing you put to your yeah. throat and say, no, he's got it built in. He's got robo throat.
1: Right. And he's like, I am unstoppable now. I must kill you, Terry. Of course, he has to reveal that the mafia sent him here with yeah. money because. But I would
0: have done it for free. Yep. Just to get revenge from you. Yep. And Kitty's like, you got to get the fuck out of here. I don't know why. This guy's elderly as fuck. He's old. He's frail. He has he no just, throat.
1: He just had heart surgeries. Uh, well, no, knows?
0: he just, he just reference heart surgery. He didn't have it. Oh, okay. He just had throat surgery. Okay. But he's had to be in bed for a while.
1: Yeah. And here he is. Like, no, I'm still at the top of my gang. Let's head, let's head to some rooftops and fight it the fuck well, out. He
0: does have the power of the Charlton Heston Neckerchief. That's true. So that does empower him.
1: Actually. Yeah, that is a little too powerful.
0: And she's like, Terry, no, he's too strong. This fucking guy's like 110 pounds. He's smaller than the fucking woman that Terry beat up earlier. Yeah. Terry, you're not enough strong.
1: And he's like, he just face palms her again. Let's take this to the roof. Take it to the roofs. So we get up there, and Jinjo's got some size. He's working with size. Oh, that's his fucking weapon of choice. That's his weapon of choice. So Terry wants to even the odds, gets himself a pipe, breaks it in two. He's got a couple little pipes there. And they just go back and forth.
0: But Terry's getting – he, he just got done handing two people their ass, so he's a little
1: tired. Yeah. He was getting ass, then he was handing ass. And then
0: earlier in the day, he fought an entire sauna full of
1: people. That's true. And if this is the same day, he fought on a mountain, too. <laughs> yes. So. so
0: He's fought and killed at least 20 people today. <laughs> so he's a little winded, right? <sighs> so, Jin, hey, Jinju knows his spots, dude. He's like, I know. And I. He's, he's fought 30 guys today. And now's my time.
1: Right. There's a pretty cool scene there where he, like, stabs the one side into the, you know, like a metal vent or whatever. And the two of them are, like, trying to grab at it and pull it out. But it's in there too deep, whatever. Yeah. Um, Terry does eventually run for some higher ground. But he's just on, like, a, the building ledge. Yeah,
0: he's on ledge. yeah.
1: So they're sizing each other up. And you're thinking, because all of us prequel nerds, he's got the higher ground. He's in the power now. Terry's got the, Terry's ready to win this thing. But Jinjo comes in, he slashes at his feet, Terry has to jump up, and Jinjo manages to like get a cut all the way up on his arm or something. That's what it looked like it was trying to show us. Oh. And then Terry loses his footing because it's rainy and he's just on a fucking right. little rooftop there. So he falls over. <laughs> does a nice little like ninja. We, yeah, thing. we get a like
0: a really weird like blue screen effect where he's like falling. And then, thankfully, there's like a wooden awning, and like on the building, it so yeah. falls through this awning. And uh, Kitty finds him. I guess Jinjo just assumes he's dead. He fell off a fucking building for Christ's
1: sake. Yeah, really. Talk about cat and mouse. To not be like, oh yeah, I should go make sure he's dead. I was resurrected for this one reason. I should probably cut his head off, put it on my piano back at home. No, it's just like, yeah, he's probably dead.
0: Yeah. So Kitty grabs him and hauls him away. Alright, so Masayoko, he's gonna give Atugura one more chance. He's got all the evidence he needs. And he brings his fucking guys from New Delhi with, with a Rubens complimentary Ruben. He's, complimentary, he's
1: a, yes, of course. And the guy
0: from Rangoon, he's got some little ragu on it. It's a, it's a Vinny's dude. They're, this is Oh my God. I think I just I think Vinny stole the rep- recipe from Masayoko. You think so? I think he was Maybe maybe he was eat, praying loving in Japan. He was probably Finding was. himself. Yeah. And he just stumbled on. Because they went to. A, didn't they go to a Mexican uh, Italian fusion restaurant later on? Yeah, they do in a minute here. Yeah. So he's just like. Masayoko's like, look, man. I got all these witnesses. I, I Look at that eye. No heart. That's a dot. I don't fucking sign anything without putting a heart over the eye. And it's like you're busted, Atugura. It's over with. Yeah. I know you're working for the mob, you're working for those guy I don't like that. But I'm gonna give you one last chance. Just
1: one last chance. And we're thinking this meeting is gonna keep going on. So we're outside, we're just looking around, and that that mute hippie skulking around. Yeah. The fuck probably here to beg for money. Yeah,
0: we thought we were done with this guy. It's like what's the fuck his problem?
1: So Mazuaka and crew, they do leave. And <laughs> Ataru uh, is just like fuck, man. What are we gonna do about this situation? They're on to us. We're we gonna have to talk to our contacts. And then he walks up, and that mute hippie is actually a mafia don. He's wearing
0: a purple suit now. So there's no way the mafia would let some guy be this all greasy and hippie-ish. He would be, get your fucking haircut. What is that?
1: By Mafia Don, I mean he is literally named Don. Well, no, he's he's
0: Don. That that was... What was his name? Don Cornelius, you said? Don Cornelius, yeah. Don Cornelius. He's like, this Soul Train ends right here, (laughs) Otagora. You fucked up one too many times. And he just shoots Otagora.
1: Yeah, after saying some very racist things to him. You know? So... So
0: Masaka is like, look, man, I heard about this great uh, Italian-Mexican fusion restaurant. It's called Vinny San's. Let's check it out. Mm. So they go there. He tells a couple jokes. They
1: made her need Vinny. That's why this felt so familiar. We thought the music sounded familiar. The Joe Don Baker scene was familiar. Of course. Of course Vinny's here. He's doing. Sh- he's either doing a knee pry or he's doing the Anthony Bourdain tra- no bound traveling. No-
0: just as they're about to bu- break into uh, uh, um, uh, vermicelli nachos, it's just a big pile of noodles with <laughs> nacho cheese <laughs> and, and like peppers and shit on it. He's just about to dig in. The mob shows up and they just f- open fire. Oh man! Kill Yamagama, Yamagami. Kill him. Yep. Kill all of Masaoka's guys, all the Indian guy, the Rangoon guy. Mm-hmm. Just shoot Masaoka in the shoulder, sh- Just arm. the
1: shoulder, yeah. Or the arm, yeah. All right.
0: And we never see him again.
1: Never he see him He escapes, again. Yeah. and then that's it. So we're cutting to Kitty treating Terry in the sewers. We're going full Punisher here.
0: Right. Beautiful, pristine sewers. The Japan, they're so clean. Even their sewers, the water, you could just drink it. Put a cup out and drink that sewer water. Like spring water.
1: Yeah. What are they feeding the people above ground? Uh, Terry, of course, is going to have another flashback to his childhood as he's coming back, And I'm so glad
0: because I forgot all about this. We yeah. learned his dad was a hard motherfucker. He was a Japanese soldier in World War II. Yep. And he made the mistake of knocking up a Chinese woman. And we yep. you know the Japanese do not like mixed breeding. So that's they right. hate that's why they hate Terry. That's why Terry prize a chip on his shoulder. Right. He was never
1: fully accepted. Yeah, unconditional hate for him.
0: So we get this great fucking message from his dad. Phil, tell your kids this message because it'll work it'll, it'll the rest of their lives they will succeed. Trust no one. You can count on no one but yourself. Improve your skills, son. Harden your body. Become a number one man. Do not let anyone beat you. And then Terry just hulks up after that. Comes out of a coma. for the, He's been in a coma for two weeks. Two weeks. Gets up. And then, you know, when you're in a coma graft, your potassium levels go way down.
1: Way down. The first thing you need is a hot potassium injection. Right. And Kitty's got it. Pulls out that
0: banana. Chow down on this, my brother.
1: So she's telling him all about how long he's been out, feeding him the bananas. You got to get out of town. Don't worry about me. The mafia's everywhere. And Terry, this was a great shot. You just got Terry's face just. Kind of peering over, leering over at her from the side eye and just staring her down. Got the band aid still on his face. Beautiful continuity. Beautiful continuity. And uh, Terry just smirks and he's like, You've been ratting me the whole time. I knew you've been working for the mafia the whole time. My daddy told me before he left this shitty earth never trust a jive woman. Never trust a girl that jives like you. That jives like you. And she's like, you got me, Terry. I, I am a rat. Right. And she, she's looking remorseful and everything. He does not give a fuck. He, he
0: just scruffs her hair and goes, go out with yourself, little girl. Yeah,
1: because this is Rat. This is Rat right. 2.0. He knows that he doesn't trust her, but she's so weak that he, she's safe in his orbit.
0: And he's like, look, I don't give a fuck. All I want to do is kill Ataguru and make sure Masayoka is okay. Yeah. And she's like, well, somebody kind of beat you to it. Right. Atagura, dead. Dead. Masayoka not dead, but fucked up. Yeah. So Terry, he's like, he's, he's, potassium levels are back to normal. Right. Grabs that J&B whiskey, swigs it. Spits it on his fucking wound. Starts just dousing his body with the J&B. And then. <laughs> you got to breathe. Right. breathe. You got to breathe. You got to breathe. And he's just ready to kill.
1: Kitty steps. <laughs> I like this. I'm sorry. Because he proclaims that someone has to stop these murders. <laughs> and who better than a murderer?
0: <laughs> I just love that. All right. Kitty steps out for a cigarette or something, immediately kidnapped by the mob. Yep. Terry doesn't care. He's already forgotten about her. He's like, I got shit to do. I got stuff to do. Just stop like murders.
1: Red. you let them just go and skitter about, and then, you know, they come back. And when they don't come back, that's when you worry.
0: Terry, I don't think he makes his way to the academy. It's just like a, it's a fucking sparks.
1: Factory. You're right. It was just a sparks fact. I just assumed. I was like, this was what would. Yeah, make Yeah, I don't sense. know why they're meeting it, or maybe it was the
0: the, the academy being built. Yeah, yeah it was the okay. unfinished side.
1: Yeah, that would explain scaffolding. So
0: in he snaps the neck of a guard, goes up to the power uh power box and just throws a monkey wrench into it. Power goes out.
1: It's just like the screwdriver elevator technology, man. Just Mm -hmm. throw a monkey wrench at it. It goes right out. So So
0: he starts sneaking in, and he sees Kitty just laying there on the ground. She's got blood pouring out. She's eyes have been gouged out.
1: Gouged out. And she's beaten to fucking near death. She, of course, tells him with her dying breath, just Just run. Not worth it.
0: Well, no, she, she's not dying because later on she gets shot. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you know why? Because Terry uses her as a shield. <laughs> because like Terry picks her up and then dun dun dun. That dirty hippie Don Costello shows up. Oh yeah, and he just cuts the most fucking. If you were uh, if you were a wrestling fan in the eighties, you'd be, you'd be a hand over your heart like this is the greatest shit I've ever heard. But now, in in like more sophisticated times, we see how awful this promo is. That <laughs> fucking uh that uh, Costello's cuts on Asian people, yellow people, as he calls. Oh them. Oh
1: my god, horrible! And
0: he's, like, and he's like, "I'm taking over this whole yellow fucking continent because he's he, they got plans. He want to take over Asia, man." Yep,
1: he does give Kitty some credit though. That fucking bitch, and he uses some very pejorative <laughs> words against her. Uh, <laughs> Fucking bitch, not one of them, but, you know. You know. <laughs> that's an acceptable pejorative. Uh, and so, <laughs> you were put here, it works on two levels. Right, because she
0: said she was yellow, and it, if you're racist, that works uh, on two yeah. levels. <laughs>
1: I see what you mean yeah, though. Yeah. Oh, that's awful.
0: Uh, so, was, so Terry's holding uh, a Kitty, Don goes to shoot, her. Terry literally uses her as a
1: shield. Like She gets <laughs> shot and then dies. This is why these movies are so fucking good, because just when you think Terry has turned a corner is going to be more like <laughs> kind to everybody and respect everyone, he's like, no, I still need to live to kill <laughs> well, people. Well, he knows she's not
0: going to live, okay? That, yeah. That, so yeah. he's like, well, might as well save my life. Jinjo goes, Don, stop it. I'm here to fight him. This is our destiny. And Don's like, okay, all right, go ahead
1: and do it. I guess. And so Terry is just kind of like slowly letting, um, t- uh, what's her name, Kitty down on the ground. But right. as he's doing it, he's yeah. going into his loaded sleeve, right. loaded cuff bracers. Right, pulls out a couple blades.
0: Yep. And then the guys, they're getting ready. They're going to have a flashlight match. Like everyone's
1: surrounding them with flashlights. Yeah, this is some fucking Russo booking here, flashlight match. Uh, he throws out the blades. He ends up stealing a gun from somebody. Well, he threw, well, he, come on, you're, cut, you're cutting off the lead here. He throws
0: one blade, hits Doc Costello in the fucking eye. Oh,
1: okay, yeah, And then yeah. he hits
0: another guy with the gun with the other blade. Okay. So the enemy he gets a hold of this gun, gun. Stabs the guy's...
1: He shoots him. And then stabs him <laughs> in the bullet wound. Right. Which makes it so much better. And we also have to talk about that man who just got shot and stabbed. Because he's sprinkled into this movie in the background. And I, on my second viewing, I was like, I hope this guy does something in this movie. Because he's wearing, like, onesie, overall uh, jumper kind of outfit. And he's just this giant, like, six-foot dude. You think he's going to have a fight with him. He gets shot in the belly, and then Terry literally jams the gun in that fucking wound. It was incredible and now we just get basically 10 minutes of this terry
0: going through the building fighting guys and- there's
1: cool breakdowns where you hear a lot of action you see kind of shadowy figures being thrown everywhere you don't know how terry's doing you assume he's beating ass and then he'll like stop to do some breathing of course right. we know what his breathing sounds like and then they turn the flashlights on him and you see he's all bloody and he's breathing heavy and everything and then the flashlights go off and they fight again so, and there's some slow
0: motion, because they got to pad this movie. It's only, yep. like I said, only 72 minutes, whatever it was. Yep. So he takes out, basically he takes out all the goons and all that's left. You see, he see, and all the time he's chasing after Costello. Costello's like throwing goons like in their way and shit, yeah. trying to get away, because he's a bitch. And then all that's left is Jinjo and, and Costello. So Jinjo's
1: like, all right, I will take him on. So, uh, yeah, so now they're like in a tight it's with like a catwalk, the Catwalk, type a catwalk right? yeah. and there's like electricity all around them, and there's scaffold. And Bear loose. in mind,
0: we had just pointed out he threw a monkey wrench, and the, all the power should be cut off. We, we
1: would assume. There's Apparently, there's
0: multiple breakers all over the place. One section that's powered by generator for yeah. some
1: reason. So now I know what you were talking about earlier. Yeah. And there's loose tools scattered everywhere yeah. as well. So, Jinjo getting the better. Of course, Jinjo is just allowed uh Terry to fight everybody <laughs> like in this that's building. Jinjo's move. It is. Just go at it. He is a hundred, like you said. <laughs> yeah. And he is recovering from uh, vocal cord surgery. Right. So Okay. <laughs> yeah. He has artificial vocal cords. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> so he's getting the better of Terry again, and he actually like lands a blow so bad on Terry that Terry crumples over. He's on his back. His legs are straight in the air and then uh, t- uh, um, Jinjo comes around the corner and grabs his foot and is going to do what with it? I don't Figure know. Figure four leg lock. Figure four leg lock. Right. He was calling for it. Right. And there's uh, no ropes for him to grab to break it.
0: No. Nothing. So, not even a ref. I so. don't think Terry's even strong enough to flip it over and reverse it. I, he's definitely not. So, even a, over a 100-year-old so man. So there's going to be some likes going to get snapped. Right. Unless Terry finds an international object, uh, a drill bit, a big-ass fucking drill bit. Big ol' auger. Stabs Jinjo in the foot. And that's his weak point. That's his Achilles foot. That's his Achilles foot. And he's like, oh. And then Terry just punches him into this fucking, this, the same grid they tied Dolph Lundgren to to electrocute him and sh- uh, sh- Showdown show down in Little, little Tokyo. Tokyo. And go listen to that. 300,000 people cannot be wrong. Cannot be wrong. Well, well, 10 of them are because they <laughs> say we suck. But, yeah. And so now Jinjo's, I, I have a feeling Jinjo's going to show up in the next
1: movie. He's got to be in the next one. God so damn. now
0: Costello has nobody. It's just
1: it's just Terry and Costello. They somehow, maybe you can help me, end up on a car.
0: They get outside, and there's a there's a mobile truck driving by. So uh, Costello jumps on because he's a bitch. So he grabs on because there's like yeah, that little ladder on yeah. the back. Climbs on, and then Terry's just like, I can climb too, motherfucker. So he climbs up, pokes out Costello's other eye because nice. he's blinded at this point. And then I don't know. I oh yeah. What he throws Costello's body so it lands on the windshield. Yeah, which freaks out the driver. So he crashes. Remember, this is a gas truck. Terry just leaps off. Does probably does a flip off it, and the fucking thing explodes. And then like every classic Asian movie, it just abruptly ends. There's no epilogue. We don't know what. You know, it's just like all right. He,
1: That's a day in the life of Terry. That's right. all that was. Yeah. Usual day. Usual day.
0: So there you have it. It's good to have Sonny Chiba back in the theater. I hope we will go less than a year to get the last movie in the series. Street Fighter's Last Stand. Yeah. But, Griff, next week's could even be better than this week because next week is our big Thanksgiving Day episode. It's a Van Damme Thank You, Ma'am day. Oh, boy. All right, I got to give some backstory. All right. We always let our guests, our guests, our Twitter followers decide what our Thanksgiving because we this is when we give thanks back to our, our listeners. So we we'll might we might dis, dis, uh, come up with the topic, the star, or whatever. This year we actually let people pick the star, and it was close. It was a dogfight. I think Van Dam won by one or two votes. Uh, he outed ousted Seagal by one or two votes.
1: It definitely wasn't a doll fight.
0: Dolph was way in the bottom. <laughs> no, he no he wasn't even in the fight. So we were like, we're gonna come up with four straight to video. We we investigated Van Dam straight to video. It looked dreadful.
1: Oh, it's not good. Yeah. I was like,
0: I don't want to. I don't want to put us to sleep. I want to be excited for this. It's a
1: thanks It's a big episode,
0: right? So I'm like, we're not gonna because because unlike Seagal, Van Dam actually has a, kind of a sense of humor about himself. Yeah, yeah. Seagal's straight to DVD are great because he has no self awareness at all. No. But Van Dam kind of does, so right. we we're like, I don't want some boring ass. We're gonna do some classics. We put up four of them, and we had day day of the fucking like. There was like less than twenty four hours, right? It was just, and it was fifty five votes.
1: And you opened the mail in ballots.
0: Well, here's the thing: there were fifty five votes, and uh, uh, what'd you call it? The winner was. I'll tell you the winner. It's Time Cop. Time Cop was barely beating Double Team. Everybody knows nothing bums me out to seeing Van Damme with a mullet. So I was like, can we get some Double Team votes, please? And Phil, our buddy Phil, the glass, burial grounds a few weeks ago he was a guest on. He agreed with me. So he said, hey, I'm calling in some favors. Vote for Double Team. (laughs) So we got two votes. It was tied. Ooh. Okay, I just said, and I was like, great, we'll have a, we'll, we'll, like Georgia, we'll have a runoff. If we get a tie, if it ends in a tie, we'll have a runoff. Just these two movies, you got to decide. I overnight, literally the votes doubled. Jesus. We got 109 votes, which we never even come close to that shit whenever you do a poll. And almost half of them for Time Cop. So we are doing Time Cop for this year's
1: Thanksgiving episode. It's going to be a good one. There's going to be an extra surprise on it. That's where I hit my pod fame.
0: Oh, my God, yeah. Well, we'll save that for the next episode. And not only that, you're going to want to look out for this week's Tippy Tap, another installment of Cop in the Field. Griff, do you ever get tired of being so innovative?
1: Murray, it's one of those things where it's so second nature to us now that people tell us, you're being really innovative, and we're like, wait, what? What do we do now?
0: We're putting copying a feel to the test because we always say you learn the most about a person by their favorite uh, TV cop. That's right. We're putting it to the test because we've never spoken to this guest ever. we Griff and I have never had a conversation with this guest. He does have a tie to the show, which you'll learn, and we're going to learn along with you, Everything about this guest. So make sure on Sunday to listen right. to that.
1: I mean, we're going like full journalistic integrity with this one. We got four thousand questions. Right. We're We've-
0: gonna we're gonna get you bring your catheter because yeah. i don't give a shit if you're like if you're coming just for the cop show sorry because we have questions we want to learn about this guy That's
1: true it's true
0: so make sure to listen to that and make sure to see us on your thanksgiving day weekend you're gonna fuck black friday it's Colon-
1: what, what, what Colon- wednesday?
0: wednesday what color are we
1: uh what color are we i don't know Dark Wave Wednesday. Dark Wave Wednesday. So (laughs) when you're stuffing
0: the turkey, you'll be thinking about Van Damme. (laughs) See you next week, and keep it warm.